Hey, hey, it's me, your friendly dungeon master, just checking in on you before the show this time. I hope your weekend is shaping up great. So, I'm talking to you up top today because we've got something a little bit different for you. We have the first of our recent live shows from Perth Fringe World. This one's dungeon mastered by our very own Thomas Owen. Uh, The season of the live shows is finished now and it was so much fun thanks to everyone who came down to see us. We had three really great houses and great shows and we're really excited to do more of that kind of stuff in future. Uh, Just a couple of quick shout-outs before we get into the live show. Firstly, to The Layman's Podcast. They're a Perth-based science and a little bit of everything really podcast. They get really cool guests on and chat about their stories at a kind of layperson level. I actually went on a while back to talk about my dark matter research amongst other things and it was a really good time so if that sounds like your kind of thing maybe check it out and see if you like it. The second shout out is to the Facebook community Perth Nerd Herd for showing us some love and uh, helping us spread the word about the live shows here in Perth. They're a really cool community to be involved in if you live in Perth and are into nerd shit so maybe go check them out. Okay, that's enough of that. You're about to hear the live show. It's a self-contained special episode, which incidentally makes it a really great jumping off point for anyone who you think might be interested in checking out the show. So feel free to share it around. Hopefully the audio isn't too janky. We did the best we could with the setup and I actually think it sounds pretty okay. All right, that's it for me. Thanks as always for listening. You rock. Enjoy the show. This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and friendship. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. When ancient magic starts to stir, three unlikely heroes find themselves embroiled in a quest much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, This is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. You could have put them on backstage. (laughs) That was clearly for them. Long ago, great heroes sought out and slew every last force of evil. Now, the farmlands are prosperous. The marketplace is lively, and no one fears for their safety. But in peace grows restlessness. And so, the boldest of the citizens flock to the employment of the Dungeoneers Guild. United, they explore the ancient homes of long-dead monsters in search of overlooked wealth. Most recently, the Guild has turned its eyes to the mausoleum of the dread dragon Gygaxarix. Inside this buried network of crypts, dozens of guild members search daily for any treasurers that Gygaxarix or his followers may have buried with themselves. They undertake this task safe with the knowledge that half of the adventure is already done. Safe with the knowledge that each night they can eat dinner with their colleagues and rest. Safe with the knowledge that someone else has already killed the dragon. Hello, and welcome to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a D&D based improvisational comedy show. A bit of storytelling. We're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons, explore a weird world with some wacky characters, and hopefully take you on a fun journey in the process. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone here has ever heard or seen us before. Woo! Yeah!
So, who has never played Dungeons and Dragons before in their life? Okay, not that many. Okay, all right. That is that's good that's numbers. That's a, yeah, wow. Congratulations, all of you. Uh, if that is you, just a quick primer on what you're about to see. The general idea is that Tom here, our dungeon master, is going to describe a thing that's happening, and we're all going to respond to it in turn as our characters, and then we're going to roll some dice. And then we're going to take a dice, like here, and then roll it, add any relevant modifiers based on how good our character is at doing that thing, and then based on how good the roll is, Tom's going to tell us what happens next. Uh, we've got other stuff that we can do, different kinds of abilities and stuff. Well, we'll try and keep you in the loop as to what's going on, but we're going to keep the rule chat to a minimum. Uh, so, yeah, I think without further ado, that's enough about the game. I'm going to hand you back over to our dungeon master, Thomas Owen. So before we get too deep into the dungeon, I would like to set the scene, first of all, by uh, drawing your attention to the three people who will be uh, venturing through the dungeon tonight, and also... There'll be some mention, I believe, of a fourth very special person. Uh, if we start here, perhaps, and uh, introduce ourselves and who we're playing. Yeah, uh, my name is Jackson Usud, and I will, be, I will be playing one Cisco Piscus, who is a gentleman archaeologist, uh, whose passion for history is matched only by his troubling narcissism. Hello, I'm Grace Chappell, the girl, and... I will be playing Logan Hogan. He is a human barbarian of good neutral alignment. He's a bit meek, mild-mannered, loves to study and research, but you don't want to see him when he's angry. I'll be playing Jeremy Bingo Covens. He's a live, smooth-talking, halfling thief of chaotic neutral alignment. Having left his lavish, comfortable, but boring life in the nobility behind, Bingo has turned to adventuring, and he will steal anything that's not nailed down, and some things that aren't. <laughs> as long as there's an opportunity for him to prove his skills. The other thing you definitely do need to know about Bingo is that he definitely does also sell weed to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we get further, I'll introduce our live in-house bard, Mr. Benjamin Thomas. <laughs> He's going to be spinning tunes for you live. He has graciously left his corporate law job to do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we've introduced everyone, I'm going to get things underway. I am, of course, Thomas Sowen and the Dungeon Master tonight. The three of you find yourselves wandering down a tunnel. You probably aren't meant to be wandering down. You've been in the employ of the guild exploring the uh, mausoleum of Gygaxerix, and today should have been routine, but you've gotten a little turned around and you've ended up wandering deeper into tunnels than you ever have before. Down here, the rock moss looks old and hardy, and at points, the moisture on the cave floor has even gone icy in the cold. You're stopped all of a sudden by a ornate door blocking the tunnel ahead of you, you stop here to take a bit of a breather because your Dungeoneers Guild has not sanctioned uh, any opening of locked doors. And also in... there's like a, you can't drive for too long, you have to slow down. There's yeah. signs on the side of the road. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a union gig, right? Rest here. So, yeah, yeah, a... yeah, yeah. They're, they're worried you'll fall asleep at the wheel. But um, <laughs> basically you uh, stop for a moment here at this door uh, to contemplate what you might do next. 
okay, I think after contemplating, I look at the door, Tom. How does that sound to you? <laughs> that sounds Everyone like in the room, you want me to look at the door? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not particularly good. <laughs> oh, they do have big bonuses to looking at things, so that's 14. Oh, well, with that 14, I uh, would say you notice that there are interesting runes on the door and a mechanical lock. It looks a little bit like the runes are not connected to the lock, but you're not quite sure <laughs> what they mean. I think uh, noted history buff Cisco Piscus would like to take a look at those runes <laughs> uh, and see if he can gather some of the, uh, the history yeah. around them. History hey, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> um, it's just a shame I suck at rolling as well, yeah. though. Um, I got plus, suspicious stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only rolled nine, but that's plus eight, so like 17. Well, 17 is pretty good. It's a strong bonus. So I would say that with that, uh, you do know uh, that in the history of the world and in the history of these parts, uh, runes were used to blow the hands off people who... Uh, <laughs> All runes are used to blow the blow the uh, hands off people who try to open doors that uh, haven't been uh, intellectually satisfied. And <laughs> as that occurs to you, you you remember that generally speaking, accompanying these runes, there is often a riddle somewhere on the door. Uh, I think it's safe to say you probably just sort of look up and the, the 14 nearly cast his eyes high enough. Well, he's very short. That's the thing about Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 only gets him to about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but above the door, uh, you see inscribed a sentence that says, In which of nature's gifts do we meet a glimpse of every element? Cisco passes that on to the team. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, I know the answer. It's just that I'm not convinced Bingo does. <laughs> now, we might need to do a little bit of investigating here. Yeah, look, thought and <coughs> intelligence of negative one over here, Logan. <laughs> Probably not. Should we look around the room a little? Yeah, yeah, maybe there's some clues. As you turn to cast your gaze around the tunnel... Your search is swiftly interrupted by a loud cracking sound, like rocks coming apart under great weight. It's horrifying. <laughs> you cast your eyes back down the tunnel you've wandered down, and uh, hear, first of all, the cries of uh, one of the other Dungeoneers Guild members, whose voice you instantly recognise as one... Uh, Tragos Blight, uh, hey! <laughs> named after a competition winner. Uh, <laughs> Clay Hansen, nice. Blight, uh, no, okay. Okie dokie. Don't worry about it. That's well, he's it. not called Blight anymore, no, he's just called Tragos. Tragos something else. That's but the reason yeah. you recognise his voice is because he inexplicably has a French accent, and <laughs> he, he shouts down the title, We have a big problem! <laughs> There is an, how you say, collapse. <laughs> that was all your choice as well. Yeah, like you should have played that. Dude, I thought it was great. Go with thank you, thank you. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and as he joins you right here by the door, uh, the tunnel comes down, 
swiftly behind him, rocks crashing all around. Can you all please take a deck save as the tunnel right next to you collapses down towards you, throwing boulders at you? Definitely 16 for your boy Bingo. 7. 18 for Cisco. 16 and, was it 18? Mm -hmm. Those are pretty good. 7? Not so great. You're going to take... Get ready with the rock effect, Benno. You're going to take... 13 bludgeoning damage as a rock. A small rain of pebbles. They're very disparate rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, 17, oh sorry, 13 different instances of one damage. <laughs> For a moment you think everything's gone terribly wrong until you realise one of these rocks has smashed a hole in the door in front of you. Oh, isn't that fucking lucky? Yeah, it's, it's almost as if we're on a time limit and we couldn't solve the puzzle. Can we, like, reach through and unlock it? Or? Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely. Logan tries that. Reach through and... What kind of check does that need, Tom? Um, I think the hole's pretty big, uh, so not really sleight of hand, but the lock like is kind of rusty, so if you could... Shake? <laughs> a shimmy on through surely the yeah. tiny little halfling thief is better at shimmying no I think the barbarian I think yeah, the, bar- okay, yeah, the barbarian you know, what? you know what if you give me strength to sort of push some rocks out of your way as you move yeah. we'll see how that goes is the door made of rocks well, no they've smashed through alright well it's a um, 19 so marvellous you find the rocks your, your uh, rock hard abs <laughs> crush the rocks that were in your way as you wrestle your way through. You're now in a huge, very dark chamber. You can unlock the latch on the door from the inside if you'd like. I just leave it. <laughs> yes, I unlock it. <laughs> Marvellous. So, it's about to be a very weird invention. <laughs> <laughs> um, do the two of you want to... Oh yeah, walk right on in. Oh yeah, I think with like the like, collapsing tunnel and mm-hmm. like sort of... Uh, really pushed forward through into, yeah. the, uh, into the open door. Fantastic. Has anyone got any light? The light of the screen? Yes, Cisco casts light. Hey! Cisco just like points his fingers out and just like clicks and she's a little uh, a light a spell. That's yeah. very good. It's actually a cantrip. I can do it whenever I want. So it's like really <laughs> low cost for me. That is just so, so impressive. Thank you. The light illuminates a huge, very spooky, uh, spooky music kind of chamber. Um, uh, it's a huge cavernous room. You can see at the far side there is... A church? Yeah. We're, we're in a church. That's scary for some people. At, at the far side of the room there is a huge staircase up to a grand door, but long before you would get to that there are ginormous bones, like a broken-down skeleton, all over the floor. And even before that, what you notice, closest to you of all, is a ornate carved stone with a marvellous-looking sword stuck in the top of it. <laughs> There's one thing I know about Thomas Owen over here, playing the inside track, which is that I don't think I've ever met anyone in my life more into the concept of King Arthur and Arthurian legends and things along those lines. So I'm just going to assume swords and stones and the combination of those two things is a coincidence then, Tom. Uh, that is a complete coincidence. <laughs> I, I actually am not familiar with the Arthurian mythology at all. Okay, uh, good to know. I want to take a look at the sword. 
Yeah, sure Can thing. Can I do that? Okay, a looking at check is bad. Okay, wait, fuck, I have a thing for this. I rolled a, a natural one, which is the worst <laughs> one. But, but, don't worry, friends. Halflings have a thing where they're lucky, which means they get to re-roll all ones. So I'm going to do that again. <laughs> thought you had me there. Ha! That's much better. 27. <laughs> <laughs> That is a a very nice check. And so I think with that, you have the presence of mind to brush aside the debris that is gathered at the base of this stone to reveal an an, an inscription at the base of the stone, which reads, first of all, a single word, Rexcalibur. <laughs> and then beneath that, a complete sentence. Only the strong can take command and keep it. I think uh, Bingo definitely turns to Logan and says, Oh my, uh, old chap, this seems like uh, delightfully catered for your particular set of skills. Like All of a fun. sudden, the conversation... <laughs> alerts someone in the corner of the room who you hadn't noticed. Is it Tragos who we forgot about? <laughs> Tragos was already alert. He followed you through the door. Okay, good. We'll forget about Tragos and then remember him from time to time. <laughs> but in the corner of the room is a skeleton who has just woken up because uh, skeletons sleep in this uh, reality. Skeleton noise, maybe? He's playing, his, he's playing his ribs. He's just playing his ribs as he wakes up. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's just scr- he's, it, he's itchy. He's itchy. <laughs> Have a scratch. <laughs> um, but he's awake now, and he turns to the three of you, is visibly shocked, a very expressive face for a skeleton, and uh, then glances at the door, sees it smashed open by rocks and is quite confused and then he turns to you don't worry he's not French he sounds like this hello (laughs) you could have asked me to bet on what was going on my name is Derlin I'm currently a skeleton, but was once a wizard. Now look, we've got to act quick smart. And almost as though the stone ceiling above you heard him say that, it cracks and rocks fall down above. Thankfully, not the whole ceiling, but some rocks start falling. Some rocks start falling. Very disparate. Disparate rocks. Can you all please take deck saves to see if rocks hit you this time? Not again. That's a nat 20. Oh. Fingers a little slow with that 11. Ooh. Got a natural one over here. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Logan is such a big one. With that, uh, I I think, was yours an 11? 11. An 11. I think that's actually okay, because there's a big cabin, very disparate droppings, but the one. Such... Terrible luck. I would say a stalactite falls from the ceiling straight down towards you. Uh, Doesn't really impale you, but maybe sort of like 
comes down hard on your knee and then <laughs> glances off, crashing down onto the icy floor, spraying shards of stone and ice up at you, and you take... Uh, oh, that was a bad roll on my behalf. So actually, that'll be five damage. Oh. I love it when you roll like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, so skeleton in the room, pile of bones, sword and a stone. Yeah. So the the, the skeleton is is Derlin. Uh, in case you didn't catch that uh, okay, through, thank you. through the accent. The skeleton was gigantic. Or is there another? There's another one. So there's huge bones that are still disrobed bones. Oh, right. There's a little skeleton who's introduced himself as a wizard who is standing behind you. Who is named? Just to make sure I've got it. Derlin. Yes. Okay. Derlin. <laughs> Just in case anyone was struggling to keep up. <laughs> now, He's... this um, gigantic skeleton, does it have skeletal wings? Uh, do you maybe want to take, like, uh, animal handling check to see what you know about? <laughs> about biology? I mean, maybe biology? nature? The skill that there is for that? Oh, actually. <laughs> or survival? The other one? <laughs> He's gonna go over and fuck yeah. around with the yeah, joints yeah. and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a wing to me. <laughs> Dude, animal handling's great. Let's just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How'd you do? What'd you get? Sixteen. I would say you see a couple of bones and think to yourself, "Yep, that's where I grab birds." But <laughs> <laughs> who would ever think that? What do you mean? <laughs> But these look like the wings of a really big bird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Very good. Um, oh, after recovering from his injured knee, Logan turns to his friend and says, Oh guys, I, I think it's Gygaxorix. Ah, uh, the dragon from the intro thing. Very good. I was paying attention. Yes. I hope you all were too. Yeah. <laughs> it's right here on my notes. Thank you. Yeah, you're probably right. I think Cisco probably turns to uh, the now, I think, concerned Logan's like, well, friend, perhaps you should uh, head on up to that uh, sword and see if your strength can uh, help us out here. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just more about the research, you know. Oh, go on, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we bring you along for. <laughs> oh, think- guys. Whilst you're applying peer pressure, Derlin, <laughs> Derlin chimes in, um, and he says, uh, "Look, <laughs> lose the voice there for a second. Yeah, uh, sorry. Let me get it back again. My name's Michael Kane. Those huge bones over there belong to the dread dragon Gygaxa. We already figured that out, Derlin. <laughs> And if one of these falling rocks hits his resting self, his spirit is going to be convinced that you've come to fuck with his remains. <laughs> but I assume you are here to lead Gargaxorix's undead army in its conquest of the known world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course, um... Before we get to that, <laughs> maybe a quick conference between us, just to see, you know, you understand, sometimes you need a little bit of um, time to chat. Yeah, okay, I don't really remember what living's like, but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're having a... How are we all doing on alignment, by the way, vis-a-vis leading undead armies to conquer the world? 
I'm good for sure. Okay. So not super super stoked about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Definitely neutral. Good, but like kind of chaotic. Okay. Okay. So too good, one neutral. Probably not huge on the undead arm. Yeah. Probably no. Okay. All right. You know then? Probably no. Do we have to no. say no? Because I feel like things are going to break bad if we say no. Me? Yeah, maybe we say yes. Oh, we? I think Tragos has come to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and he chimes in. He, he's been looking at a map ever since the tunnel came down behind him. Uh, and he says, uh, Mes amis, uh, uh, I think that we have to get through that door if we want to get out of here alive now that that tunnel has collapsed. I'm looking at the map here. Is he coughing dust? <laughs> and uh, we have to go through there, and then there is a passage up. <laughs> I don't know how we do that, though. Yes, very good. Uh, okay. Would Turlin stop us? Do we just do it? We, he is a, an alive skeleton, so like, presumably there's something going on there. Are we still having a sidebar? What if yes, I'm also just yelling this to Derwin. I think <laughs> guys, what if Oli pretends to pull the sword out and you guys go look at the door, right? Yeah, sounds ah, great. Yeah, yeah. A diversion, a classic play. I'm very Classic rooms. We go ahead with this rooms. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I should tell Derwin what's up. Why don't you take it away? Tell him, tell him you're going to do it. Oh, I love undead armies. <laughs> uh, is this the sword? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, that, that's the sword. Uh, but just before you do pull it out, this is this is a bit weird. One more, okay. I just need to check. You are one of our cult, and that's why you're down here. We've got a bit of a riddle to see who's in the cult. We wrote it on the door. I don't know. <laughs> Normally, you'd have to answer it, but you seem to have broken the door with rocks. So. Um, I can't remember if we wrote the short version or the long version on the door, but I'll give you the long one because I don't want to make it too hard for you. So I just need you to tell me, which of nature's gifts can bite your fingers like the fire's flames, cool your skin like the air's winds, crush your bones like the earth's rocks, or quench your thirst? Like the water's springs. I think it's love, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the solution is usually love. Yeah, that's all like friendship. This. That's a good Or life, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you have to figure out. 42. Throw one of those out? Look, Logan's, like I said, intelligence minus one. I think he's just like, oh, I said love. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's. It's not, but that's a really nice sentiment. <laughs> I, I think that's what we might have been missing down here. <laughs> oh, so it's like a pony skeleton. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah, yeah, go on then. Let's try that for, for a change. Bit of leadership with love. So just, uh, just pull the sword then, will ya? Alright. And, um... Can I do a check to see if Logan can pretend to do it and do it badly? Yeah. Well, we'll try and sneak around mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. he's distracted. I think perhaps uh, maybe if, uh, Grace, if you could take a sleight of hand check to sort of, or, or performance if you want. I want maybe deception. 
Yeah, okay, okay. If you and take you deception, deception, and if the two of you thing? want to do stealth to see how sneakily you can oh. guide over to the door. She's equally good at all three of those things. But... Stealth. Well, this is astonishing, because I just wrote another wand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different size. Yeah, yeah, you want some yeah more? hang on, here you go. This is more. Is yeah. I used this for Contrast that with the 25 stealth yeah, check that Zingo as well. Yeah. So. I think uh, the two of you have no trouble sneaking over the door, partly because Derlin really notices that you're not <laughs> pulling on the sword very hard. So the two of you make it over the door, but before we have a look there, Derlin starts um, saying uh, to Logan Hogan, uh, what? Why are you pulling so gently like that? We could be in real trouble here. And again, almost as though the ceiling above can hear him, there's a crack of rock, more rocks fall down, this time quite a lot. So, um, uh, really a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks. Dex A Dex Oh, natural 20! 19. Twelve. <laughs> you got to take baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, I, I let an eleven get away last time, so the twelve gets you through this time. Uh, but these deck saves would halve the damage because there's too many rocks falling down now. Well. I've got ten, so just five damage each for that. But what you notice is the rocks also land on the bones of Gygaxorix and a strange spooky mist starts to fill the room. Can we get a spooky mist, Benno? And then, as the mist hits the bones, they start rolling on the floor, coming together into limb and limb. So that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. This skeleton, huge skeleton, slightly uh, slowly piecing itself together. Derlin is shouting at uh, Logan Hogan to pull harder. Can't understand why he's pretending not to. At the door, what the two of you see is an ornate doorway that has above it a inscription that reads, "Only the king of the army of Gygaxorix." may pass untouched. The door itself seems to be a thin mist of falling particles of light, and then a few feet beyond that, a huge stone doorway, blocked by doors. (laughs) (laughs) I said doorway, which doesn't necessarily have a door in it. I mean... Thanks for taking on this, on this fucking mystical journey, Tom. <laughs> where doorways have doors in them. A magical <laughs> cloud and doors. <laughs> like you'd never believe. More doors. Um, right. Okay, I want to cast Detect Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, which means I can get, get to know, like, uh, I get an aura around me, 30 feet, anything magical lights up, and I get to know what school of magic it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a particular school of magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um... What you see is that the... Uh, are you glancing around the room or just focusing on the... All around the room. 360. Around the room. Cisco is just spinning around and like clicking at everyone. <laughs> you can see magic signature on the bones, the kind of aura you get from a magical creature. Magical signature on the sword. Uh, I'm not going to bother with actual school names uh, for the schools of magic. We'll just... Uh, 
call it like the kind of magic that is on magical keys that open things, <laughs> then a... That's a school of magic. Yeah, yeah it's a school key, of magical key keys. Magic. Yeah. Key magic. Key yeah, magic. That's, yeah, that's let's cool. go with that. There's, yeah. there's some stickler in the audience being like, fuck these people. <laughs> you think probably your brother, brother you're out there, John? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Abjuration? Abjuration? Thank you. Okay. And then, um, my, bl- my brother tried to teach me, right? Um, then, uh, uh, on the, on the, uh, magical sheen in front of the doorway, I think probably also abjuration? What does it yes. do? Um, it's a lock. Hey, what about Tragos? Does he have any magic on him? Because we definitely uh, forget about Tragos it. has no magic on him. Okay. But you also see magical signatures beneath you. And now you realize there are hidden staircases behind the one going up that go down and there are signatures moving beneath your level of the ground as though they are headed towards those staircases that can only be good so I think that's like <laughs> <laughs> terrific yeah uh, does this go past that on Yes, 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 I, yes, I yes. think Bingo's like, oh, I think it might be time to actually pull the sword out, Logan. Um, the thing, I think the, the army thing is coming and the door is, you need it, so maybe enough with the games and pull out the sword. Oh, undead army, alright! And pull on it. Okay. Do you want to take a strength check for me? <laughs> yes. I just said 19. Hey! Um, I think with that, as you clasp both of your hands around the sword and give it a big tug, it comes free from the stone. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> yeah, you, that, like, that 19's so good, it's out of the stone in a second. Very good. And you feel the power coursing through your body. You love having this sword in your hands. What do you want to do now? Uh, <laughs> I think we can just go, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we can just leave. Like, or at least you can. Yeah, I, I think Logan's, Logan's good to go. Yeah. What are your passive that. perceptions? 11? 13. Um, <laughs> 10. I think... The, the, the 10 and the 11, not, not quite, but the 13 is gonna see coming this half, the dragon, half right? constructed dragon yeah. arm and claw swipe down Did forget about the towards Lee, 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 Lee. Logan Hogan at the, uh, stone now wielding the sword. Uh, what's your AC? What's your armor class? 14. 14. The hand manages to hit you and you take 12 slashing damage as these stone claws tear into your body. How you doing there, Gracie? Not great. Less than half health. Okay. So... Cool. Feeling good. Yeah. All right. I'm kicking. And um... with that, Derlin shouts at you, Wait, you're wielding the sword and Gygaxarix still doesn't like you? You must be an imposter. Oh, no, I never should have fallen for love. It's all of a trick. <laughs> and that's the moral that we want to yeah, take yeah, away yeah. from tonight. Is that love will get you fired. Or something like that, I suppose. <laughs> what happens now, Tom? You can hear boots hurrying up the staircase. The magical signatures which you can still see are almost up the stairs to your level of flooring. What would the three of you like to do? Well, I don't know anything about needing the sword for the door, so I think I'm just like... Guys, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, uh, the sword in, in the door, Logan. Come on, you pull it over here and right. maybe you can get away. I run to the door. And yep. 
uh, as you run to the door, another dragon claw oh, no. swipes down now at the two of you oh, who are standing good. by the door. What are your ACs? Oh, it looks like it's going to be great. Uh, it is 16, my friend. 16? Yeah, it's going to be an 11. It hits both of you. Good. That's just what I need. Ben, you take 12 damage. Okay. Jackson, you take 15 damage as the claw gashes both of you. I gotta tell you, it's not going great for this human bard. <laughs> He's such a gentle boy. He only loves archaeology. <laughs> He's just here for the history. Um, great. That's I think terrific. as you take that hit and fall to your knees, Logan Hogan's probably made it to the door. Yep. I think Logan sees his good friends looking extremely battered. And the anger comes out. Logan rages. Ooh, hey. a barbarian rage. Yeah. Okay. This means that like all my strength checks and I get a whole bunch of extra stuff. <laughs> and also, yeah, if you want to know about it, talk to John after the show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> also, you, you are in a barbarian rage, which definitely means your powers of thinking about shit probably non-existent. I swing at the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> roll, roll to hit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna hit. It's bad. I'll roll what? again. <laughs> Why? My second attack is oh, a dex twenty. Hey! 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 Excalibur too. Sorry, yeah, Rex Excalibur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what damage should I roll? Um, wielding uh, Rex Excalibur, I'll say two d ten. Oh, four d ten on a crit. On a crit, yeah, four d ten. Add these. Again. Okay, twelve. And another ten, twenty-two plus your strength. I assume. Um, plus five because it's right rage damage. Yeah, nice. Twenty-seven. Nice. Twenty-seven. Yeah. I reckon with that 27, you manage to smash apart the one claw that is on the steps over your friends. There's the other one that's sort of dragging its way along the floor back from where it hit you next to the stone. But the one next to you at the gate, you've smashed those bones apart. And now ahead of you is the force field and the stone doors. Um, go on. Yep, you go. What? I was going to say, like, what if we all touch the sword and try and run, run through the door? So let's, let's go touch the sword of the Raging Barbarian. I think yeah, that's, okay, no, that's okay. the way to go. Let's definitely did not think that one through. So probably a big no. What if you climbed onto my back while well, I don't notice? That's the it. only yep. thing to do. We're gonna, okay, yeah. We're going to stealth up onto the Barbarian's okay. back. Great. How, yeah. how are we resolving this? Do you want to take some stealth checks to okay. sneak onto the Barbarian's right. um, back? Before we do, I'm going to shoot a Bardic Inspiration uh, oh. with my oh. sweet, sultry voice to my friend Bingo. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Um, you yeah. slides your little bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> In exchange. Nice. Okay. Uh, still checks. What, what's the bardic inspiration dice, Jagger? I mean, I rolled a critical failure, so I'm yeah. not <laughs> I also did roll a two, but I, I, I have big stealth. And what's the bonus? What it's a it? D8. Oh, let's see. Okay, I don't know, Tom. How do you feel about 12? 12 and a 1. <laughs> 12 and a 1. A 12 and a 1, Tom. What do you think, Tom? How do you think it goes, Tom? <laughs> it could be good. I think Logan Hogan definitely notices. Oh. Grace, could you roll a uh, charisma check, please? A charisma save, I should say. Oh, oh it's not good, it is, is it? It is a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a three. Oh, oh, I'm excited about this 2d10 Rexcalibur. It's <laughs> particularly good. Oh, yeah, that might not go well for old Bingo. So yeah. I think given you've noticed them sneaking up behind you, the power of the sword drives you 
mad with fear, and that barbarian rage is now turned on your friends, the sword compels you to make one of each your one of each of your two attacks at each of them. Very good. How right. did my AC eleven do? But to be fair, right. Grace is rolling like a garbage fire, so we might actually be okay. <laughs> yeah, that one's only a ten. Yeah. And that one's Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but the ten you rolled. Two. What's your attack bonus? No, I didn't roll bonus. Oh, okay, okay. What, who are they against though? One against which one was against which person? Roll a die. Roll a yeah. die. Yeah, roll a die. Highs it's Jackson, lows it's Ben. It or hits. I should say Cisco and Bingo. It's Jackson. Hey, Here we go. hey guys, it's been so fun playing. Two D ten damage. Yep. Plus all your bonus. Oh, that's big. That is. It's a lot. It's uh twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> How much health do you have left? I mean, I had 13. So. <laughs> um, Cisco gives you like an Oscar winning like tear coming down his eye as you like stab through his chest. Um, he looked beautiful and will be a beautiful corpse, but he's very much unconscious. Okay. Ooh, boy. So, uh, yep. Oh, wow. Cisco is now dead on the floor as you shake him clean off your blade. Unconscious. Yeah. Yes, yes, unconscious. Sorry. But considering the circumstance. <laughs> probably dead. Okay. Probably soon to be. Meanwhile, uh, Derlin, who had rushed over to try and stop you, now sees what's going on. He's like, oh, wait. I see. The love is a trick of the good kind. Let's kill the other one, too. And so Derlin's rushing over to help. But I think I think it's now time for uh, Bingo to act. Um, okay, all right. Bingo. Okay, Tom. I'm going to pull some, some D&D shit here. Yeah. I have a thing, because I'm a thief, where I can use my cunning action from being a rogue to do like a sleight of hand check. Yeah. I want to try and steal the sword <laughs> yeah. of uh, Logan Hogan. How do you feel about that? I reckon, I reckon, look, Logan's raging. I think there's got to be subconsciously some mixed emotions going on. <laughs> so I think just take it. I'm not, I, I won't give you disadvantage because I think the mental issues that Logan Hogan is grappling with right now and the sheer lack of focus means you've got an okay shot at this, mm-hmm. but the DC is not going to be too low. You're going to okay. need a decent roll here. Do you have plus nine? Doesn't matter when you roll four. That is 13. <laughs> all, uh, all things considered, probably not good. Yeah, so um, I think with that 13, you try to grab the sword. This is an enraging action. Gygaxerix's <laughs> general at this point. Um, I love that Like Logan was like, my friends are in danger. I'm yeah. going to rage. And then probably kills them. So I just killed both of us. Well, you'll notice the dragon's claw has just calmly started to watch almost. <laughs> as though, you know as though claw watches. Can. How does a claw no, watch? I don't even know how to do anything. It's sort of like. <laughs> I'm I'm cheating with my expression. That's not really. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just, <laughs> this. just the Great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably now. Uh, Back to back to Logan Hogan's turn, and uh, as we as we enter your mind for a moment, the two of you hadn't noticed because you've gone unconscious and you didn't have the magical aura readings. But the undead army has started to arrive up the lower steps, and there are now maybe two dozen skeletal soldiers 
standing. No, no, lots of skeletons. Two attention. Not just one, lots of yeah. Them, yeah. So lots of skeletons <laughs> rushing up stairs. I've only got one. Cool. <laughs> Are they also watching though? Like, has a yes? They are. They are. Is it like the tents? Like, is everyone just like silent watching? It is exactly like the tents. They're in raked seating. I don't know how they got it up the stairs. Yeah, that's why it took them so long. They were yeah. carrying I mean, the fucking grandstands sure, no, sure, upstairs. Surely they just like dismantle a few of them and make some chairs out of the bones of their friends. <laughs> yeah, right, of course. That's and then cool. you hear Logan Hogan, a voice in your head, which you haven't heard until this very moment, but you know straight away who it must be. And the voice says, Yes, my chosen one. Kill your friend and rule the world for me. <laughs> I don't well, love I'm, that. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say Logan is definitely raging, but his voice is inside his head. He is neutral good. It's pretty hard to choose your you friends at like, this point though. <laughs> I'll give you one last chance at a charisma saving throw against the power of the sword. If you want to try to reclaim control of your mind. We're all good, Gracie. Yeah, all right. I'm going to use a different dice. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> all right, I want you all to see what I just saw with my own two eyes, which was that the dice was sitting happily on 16, and I was, like, feeling kind of good, and then it did toddle over to three, which is what it is now. So, yeah. I guess I swing it. See, seeing this look in, in Logan's eyes, Bingo does try our last minute bluff where he definitely says, If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And, uh, uh, make, make a bluff check, dude. Okay, uh, not great at that. Uh, okay, what are we talking about here? Persuasion, is it? Yep, definitely 14. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a number. I think, I think at that level of persuasiveness, you believe he'll become more powerful than you can possibly imagine, but you know you're more powerful than he can possibly imagine, and you're pretty sure you have a bigger imagination. Alright. I swing my sword at it. You can try. I can! It's only an eight! Uh, is that the full the full score? Yeah, plus, yeah two plus six. Uh, first attack, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, eleven. Bingo's gravy, baby. Oh, wow! Wow! Still I think kicking. I think then it's it's Bingo's turn. What does he want to do? Oh Jesus! All right, all right. Uh, I am gonna try one more time with the with the stealing of the sword. I definitely think that's probably my only real play here. Oh, just have a little fun roll there? No, that's oh. a, a death save. I passed one of them. Oh, okay, so cool. So two more rounds, guys, and I might be back in. <laughs> oh, hey, that's high. That's 20. With my modifiers. To steal the sword? Slide of hand to steal the sword. I think you grab it. Fuck yeah, I back <laughs> I backflip clean through that curtain of light. Fuck <laughs> 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 right <laughs> As you backflip, the sword hits the force field. It dissipates in front of you, and as soon as you've passed it, it comes together again. Oh, no. But now you have to deal with the doors. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I didn't prepare for doors. Wait, wait, wait. I try uh, holding the sword out in in the thing. And the stone doors just open away from you, clearing the way. 
I mean, I try holding the sword in the in the, in oh. the cone of the mist. Oh, while it's in the cone of the mist, it's dissipated. Okay, I definitely give Logan exactly four seconds to try and run through the door, and then I turn around and fuck off. I don't know. How do you think I resolve that? Um, I reckon, uh, Logan, if you just want to bolt straight for the door, you can make that. Or if you want to try anything, you can pick up Cisco. You're a strong person. Yeah, can I make a charisma save to pick up Cisco? Battle against um, the... I, I would say without the sword, you're okay right now. Oh, alright. You're horrified by what you've done, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the psychic damage of that in a moment. <laughs> right now, do you want to grab Cisco? Yes! I, I'm going to say just like one, one athletic check. One check, Gracie, one check to save it all. And you're a, you're a strong person. Yes. So the distance is not too high. Wait, wait, wait. Someone shout out if she gets advantage on that because she's raging. Athletics, is it? Athletics? Someone yeah, yeah, it? no, yes. you do. Yes, you do. yes, advantage to it. That means she gets to roll twice and take the higher number. That was very important that that happened. It's a 22. Marvelous. <laughs> you grab Cisco, you pull him through the curtain. Bingo, I'm assuming you draw oh, the sword yeah, away yeah, now. It was already a near thing. <laughs> it's definitely the sword comes right out. The force field comes closed. That one dragon hand looks so mad at you. <laughs> it's just there, this dragon hand. Like... <laughs> Derlin is heartbroken. He's like, wait, no, love was a trick. And a bad trick against me. That was nearly Michael Caine. So yeah, anyway, <laughs> you've now got a clear passageway ahead of you you can see the light hey, where's Tragos dude <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> as we fade down on the three heroes making their way happily out the tunnel to safety Tragos turns to Derlin and says do not worry mon ami not all love is a trick <laughs> Alright, I think that concludes the show for us tonight. Um, thank you so much for coming to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. We really hope you've enjoyed the show. For those of you who don't know, we're actually usually a podcast. We basically do this, but it's recorded and it's edited. It's a little more uh, thought out, you might say. So if you've enjoyed what you've just seen, go look us up wherever you get your podcasts, How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. Uh, we've also got another show coming up at Fringe later. Tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah, two more shows this week, and then and another then show. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow and then tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah. the thing from Macbeth, Macbeth whatever. Yeah. And then, in a couple more weeks, we have another show called The Uncertainty Principle, which is a live science show. So if you're yeah. into that, come along for that as well. Thank you very much. We've been having a little bit How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or Still Interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.